What's up? What's up? Okay, welcome to Indecisive Vibe, y'all. Ooh. All right, episode number three. Um, as you know, I'm Chetta. I'm Kiara. And I'm Siomata. <laughs> All right, we here kind of late today, so we're going to be like a little dull. Well, hopefully we'll turn up a little bit. Yeah, we got some nighttime recording today. And we ain't going to say nothing about me forgetting to uh, schedule the recording time. <laughs> but hey, hey, that's beside the point. We here. Yeah, Seema almost fell up out of her seat, yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. My bad. Yeah, if you would have fell, I would have laughed. I would have laughed. <laughs> All right, so um, how was y'all week? How was my, y'all, my week? I can't even remember it because I've been asleep all week. Yo, for oh real? God. I've been asleep all I week. I wish I had that luxury. Yo, and it's not even like that. Like, I've been working, mm-hmm. but I've been working 3 to 12 in the morning. Like, I did that, like, three times uh, last week. And then the other shifts was, like, 2 to 10.30. Mm. So during the day, I've been asleep. Because when I get home, I don't go home straight at, like, 12.30. I stay yeah. up to, like, 3 in the morning. The hell? I'll be asleep all day. My week was good. Yeah, other than Houston. I swear, Houston people on some. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> what you mean? They so aggressive now. Driving? Everywhere in life, oh. like everywhere in the hospital, they aggressive driving. They aggressive. That's yeah. what it is when the heat come up. People, the crazy come out. They like need it's to hot. calm down. Temperature, temperature. Because I'm trying to work up. on my my road rage, and they trying to just crank it back up. And <laughs> I, I got it at a good spot. Now. You did. I haven't rode with you in yeah. a long time. She, so. Bro, when I tell you we was on the the highway, what was we on? Fifty nine. Yes. Bro, almost died because this lady was trying to. She was. She was literally on the ramp. This bitch swerved into uh to get off the ramp, and I almost hit her. She almost took us out. Yeah, and yeah, you know I what K- Kira calm. did? She just kept on driving. Yeah. I said, "Whoa!" I was calm. Whoa. I didn't stop and try to follow her. <laughs> but, I was like, I was calm, it was and just, I was ready. I said, "All right, Kira, what you want me to do?" Like I was ready to throw a proud. bottle. Just say when, Kira. I'm telling you, cause I'll be, I'll be ready. Yo, she's I'm proud changed. Of- Speaking of road, Marcus got an accident, mm. y'all. Just, yeah, I've been there since um, I got off of work till nine o'clock. Some some guy random in that, but, <laughs> um, and then he ended up hitting another car. Y'all, he's so dramatic. Y'all need to hear him tell the cop story. I wish I would have <laughs> recorded it. Y'all need to hear him tell the cop what happened. Like, he was like, yo, yeah, as I was stopped, the, the car in front of me, we were all stopped at the, at the stop sign. I mean, at the uh, red light, then all of a sudden, I could just see him coming up behind me going super fast, and I just braced myself. I put my hands up like this. Yeah. He had his hands over his head. He, I put my hands up like this, and I just braced myself. I took my hands off the wheel, so I guess that's how I ended up in them. I'm like, yo, he's such an over-explainer. And the cop was like all cool and shit. He was like, oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> then he went to the next people like, so what happened? So yeah, girl. Did the man have insurance? Yeah, he did. Um, it was it was a little shanky type of insurance. Yeah. It wasn't none. But I mean, hey, he got insurance. Don't get his so. Car picked, so yeah, but they he couldn't get in contact with them, so he had to use his claim in order to get the car picked up. So hopefully it all pan out. But damn, dude, how many accidents is this boy gonna get into? Yeah, cars. Oh, no, he needs to start fucking walking at this point. <laughs> That's he needs to walk. You know my, what's my, funny? Mama was like, "What is he supposed to do?" I said, walk. "Well, hell, him and cars is not a good mix." Yeah, he needs <laughs> to fucking walk. Yo, 
Cheddar saying this, but Cheddar has no room to yes. talk about. Yo, this, I just had a bad month, okay? That's all it was. I had a bad month. It was like cars was coming at me, and I got hit the same way every time. Like some dupe, some woman, some man, whoever, coming out of a parking lot the same exact way every time. I'm like, what the fuck is with me in parking lots? People coming up out of here like crazy people. I'm minding my business. So, yeah, that's that. But other than we, other than that, my week been hella slow. Y'all, I cannot work this week. I don't know what I've been up to. Like, dead ass cannot work. Like, I've literally probably, I hope none of my coworkers listen to this. But anyway, <laughs> I literally probably did about three hours worth of work for the entire week. Now, that yeah. must be nice. I didn't set up my day. Well, I've been setting up stuff for us, y'all. You know, I was trying, y'all. I've been working. I've been working. She's a socialite of the. Hello. Yeah, I ain't post nothing on on social media. We got to start posting. We gonna start posting, y'all. Our social media is not. It's been kind of lame. We busy. We gonna get up. We busy. We gonna do this as we speak right now. Yeah, do that, y'all. We be tired. We do. We lazy as hell. You gonna realize that we are the most laziest. No, we ain't lazy. We 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 have good intentions. We're not. We just what's the word? We just got other shit to do. Yeah, yeah like, hella fucking procrastinators. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I'll go ahead and do the um, what the what is it called? Some shit. Ain't this some shit? Ain't Y'all, I'm sorry. This shit. still something new to me. <laughs> ain't this some ish? Whoop whoop. Okay, so um, to y'all. Okay, do y'all listen to Joe Biden's podcast? No. Okay. Well, according, I mean, apparently on his podcast, he talked about this Twitter page called Dick Yelp. Have y'all heard about that? (laughs) Yo, I'm telling y'all, y'all laughing, but this shit is mad funny. It's hella funny, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Okay. So on Dick Yelp, it's basically what it is. Y'all know like what Yelp is where you go on to get reviews Mm -hmm. for restaurants and shit. That is very a good idea. Yo, the girls, they fucking, they geniuses that started this. (laughs) Okay. So, well, actually Marcus told me about it because the fool was on there trying to see if he was on there. I'm like, who the fuck you fucking that would have, I mean, who you was messing with that would have had you on Dick Yelp? Like, seriously? (laughs) I'm appalled. Okay, but anyway, okay. So, so it was um, so I, it's actual reviews. People are adding people. They ain't even keeping it subtle. They're adding their Twitter, Twitter handles. Shut Yo, some up. of them good, some of them bad. So I'm gonna go ahead and read some of these reviews. Just just one, one or two, one or two. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell y'all how funny these is. Okay, um, this person at at Fohicks Fohicks. F O H H E X. Okay. Okay. They say he nasty, big D, kappa poetic strokes, which will shimmy all in the P. Oh, he's a kappa. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Uh, said- perfect body, and he has the sexiest moan I've ever heard. Will choke you and stroke you. Don't let me, didn't let me breathe until I came for him. What the hell? Oh, no, um, like we'll talk you through your. <laughs> Your nut and massage it out simultaneously. Top two, not two. Um, we'll hit the bottom of your pee with your toes in his mouth. Ew, I, I'm not, a, I don't like, no. I'm not into yeah, toes sucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If That's you're pretty, weird. I mean, if they're pretty, hold you or uh, disengage right after. I want to kill him, but I love him. What? Okay, so that one wasn't a good one. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, so this person is what's a 508. I don't know what area code that is, but whatever. Say, since you want a 508 review, mine is for D Willis 23. Like, you can dead ass, like, click these names and they'll, the dude's profile will come Shut up. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Pause. Hold on, wait. Do the guys, when you at them in that thing, mm-hmm. do they know? Yeah, they, they yeah, get a notification. They, you get a notification when okay. they at you. Yes. What is this on? It's Twitter. on Twitter. I thought this was an app for real. Okay. Yeah, no, they have a, they have a page now. It's dickyelp.com. Okay. All right, so at, for D. Willis 23, at fir- first glance, he's fine, tall, nice teeth. He is cute, though. I looked at his page, and, uh, and he kind of resembled Chris Brown at the peak of his fame before he became a trash individual, which I don't agree with that part, but not yeah. Oh, girl, I thought that was you. I was about to say, uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nonetheless, nigga used to pull bitches off of his uh, proximity. I'm sorry, y'all. My reading skills <laughs> is off. Of uh, looks to see breezy. However, his D game is trash. I hit it once and never went back. He was my first and last skinny nigga. He ruined it for all y'all. Damn. Nigga D is is skinny, no girth, is oh. above length, um, is above length wise, but got no stroke game. He can't last. Oh. He looked like a he's like a proud Puerto Rican, so I figured his head game would be decent. Nope, nigga was 0 for two. I uh, I don't think he knows what a click is and how it works. Damn. It was the wor- It was worse than Shaq's free throws percentage. <laughs> Damn. I would not recommend. I give him a two out of ten. Yo, and so it's some good ones where they recommend the dudes. Like one girl was like, yo, he's gonna be my he's my boyfriend. He's taking at this point. Like, you know, it's some good. (laughs) Is it a hashtag? No, yo, it's a page. Now they have a website. Y'all so that's be on Twitter, but I'll read those on Twitter. Yeah, I'll follow the page. Yeah. Oh, oh my god I got a few reviews yes so but yeah I thought that was some funny ish just to inform y'all so go ahead and see if the dude you know is on there or add some dudes we gotta help each other out like, hey ain't no right. sense of wasting don't your time do it yeah they saving they saving a bunch of females a lot of time like it's not <laughs> sometimes it ain't worth it so uh, yeah, y'all, that's my ain't that some ish because ain't that some ish. They got that's a DJ right out. So, yeah. <laughs> that's some shit right there for real. Yeah, that's damn. funny. I'm actually looking to that. And I don't even get on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> get on there. That's worth it. It's Yo, like, every time I get on Twitter, bro, it be violating. <laughs> they be violating, bro. Yeah, I tried to get Kira back on Twitter. She was on there for like 30 seconds. She's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What I think she saw it's someone like die. She yes. saw sex. It's just porn and death. <laughs> Really? What Porn do follow? I don't know what the hell people be retweeting. <laughs> follow good but hosts. if it's not somebody people having sex, it's somebody nearly dying. Yo, it's somebody fighting. It's always something. I, I wish can. dudes realized that the pictures that they like of these chicks and these videos, it <laughs> comes on other I'm people's telling you. Yo, it's like, been yo. like three years. Yeah. People know at this point. They just they don't know. give a They don't care. It's like, come should. on now. I don't want that no, to come across my face. They fucking should. Because I don't <laughs> need to see everything. I was on the phone with one of my homeboys. He was like, yeah, you be on that Twitter after dark. I said, there's no more Twitter after dark anymore. It's like Twitter after dark 24-7. I was at work on Twitter. I said, oh, (laughs) hell nah. Because I cannot let nobody come walk behind me. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be the worst. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, because you don't even, you just don't know. That is true, though. I was like, yeah, my coworkers ain't about to be like, what the fuck is she doing? Where is she watching for? No, I'm just on Twitter. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, that's how Instagram be sometimes. You be like, girl, put some damn clothes on. I be deleting people like that. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get off my Instagram. 
Yeah. All right, y'all. So that's the ain't that some ish. Twitter be popping off already in general. That's so my favorite yeah. App. You said what? It's my favorite app. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Go and start our Instagram page and be at it. Okay. Twitter. Go and start Twitter fights and shit with people. <laughs> don't do that. I got Get you. I got y'all. No, don't anyway. tell her to start Twitter fights because that's so easy. She always arguing with somebody on damn Twitter. Emo, why waste your time? It's not me. I be tweeting regular yeah. shit and people just come for me. Lord, she confrontational. She is confrontational as hell. <laughs> I remember I used to be like that, bro. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead. And today we're going to talk about a topic that I wish I can play the video, but I don't have... I see an auxiliary cable, but y'all got the little... Mm-mm. I got one in my purse, but I don't really don't feel like digging it out. the gist of it. Okay, so it's basically a Red Table Talk that we've seen with Common. Um... Oh, um, he basically talking about how he's ready to be a husband now. And then so Jada basically asked him why he felt like he was ready to be a husband. And he kind of explained like where he was in his life and why he at first didn't feel like he was ready to be a husband. So we'll add it probably onto our page somewhere uh, when this episode yeah. drops. So you guys can kind of see what we were talking about. Check the link in the bio. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so today we basically going to discuss the three questions. I Gave it to you already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, basically, I answer the questions. Are you ready to be a wife? Um, basically, societal pressures on how things should be lined up in your life mm-hmm. and how your parents influence your ability to have a <laughs> functional relationship. Why y'all laughing? That's so modern. What? <laughs> you know, my emotional ass is like, yes, I'm ready to be a wife. Yeah, no, for real, though. So, but like, for real. Okay, so go ahead and, and kick it off then, Miss Emotional. Do you feel like you're ready to be a wife? I feel like I want to be a wife, but I'm not ready to be a wife. Okay. With um, financially explaining. wise, I feel like I don't have, you know, I, I at least want to have my life together as far as like career rise, you know, financial wise before, mm-hmm. you know, I find a man because guys now are starting to be like, what more do you have to offer yeah. besides, you know, good vagina looks. and good looks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I just want to have my career and stuff to be like, you know, I got this degree. Mm-hmm. My credit st- score is good. And I got my job. I got my own apartment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's why I don't think I'm like technically ready to be a wife. Mm-hmm. But I do want to be a wife soon. I'm single, y'all. You know, at Silvana Lachelle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 25 in like 20 days. So. She got the count. So I gotta let y'all know. Lord. So yeah, and I'm cute. So I'm okay. ready to be a wife. <laughs> if you want to lock it down. A whole wife. Be a girlfriend first, please. <laughs> Look, we're dating to marry, goddamn. Right? We're purpose. Definitely <laughs> with a purpose. That's hilarious. So, yeah. Okay. Kiki? I feel you. Um, no. I don't think I'm ready to be a wife simply because I don't think I, I've never, like, been in love. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I don't know how I am in love. So, I don't know how to, like, I'm not going to say I don't know how to love someone back, but I've never you. done it. So, it was like, I know I'm not ready to be in a whole committed relationship because I'm only want to get married once in my life. Yeah. So yeah. I just need to experience love first before I know if I'm like Kira, ready to Yeah, if we get wasn't in this married. combined space, I would be so like, yes, because I feel yes. you like 100,000%. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I don't mess with some dudes, but I still don't know what like love, like someone loving you back and yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. I feel you on that one. So I do you really think your do. generation is kind of what is 
I mean, I feel like, yeah. Do y'all feel like your generation kind of changed the dynamics of relationships? Mm-hmm. I, I do. Mm-hmm. To me, no. Simply because, like, everybody likes to say, like, the generations change. But the generation, everything is still the same. It's just we're on the social media platform now. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, they did the same shit. Yeah, it was just more. Men had they three families. Shit, like, mm-hmm. st- statistically proven, like... People aren't getting married now in their twenties. Like yeah, people are more millennials 30s. are getting married now than yeah, anybody. Before. Yeah, but they're not getting married in their twenties. Like, yeah. who the hell or, wants to get married in their twenties? I'm saying, like, specifically, like before, like the generation above us, like We're that's what they did. Young. They was getting married and getting married young. Well, that's why they had divorce Yeah, yeah. That's why they had like two families. Getting married and having babies. <laughs> like millennials are pushing that shit back to thirty yeah. now. So, as I mean, career wise, yeah. But I had seen this thing on Twitter. This girl was talking about that too. But it's like career rise and off. She was saying like also because like she was talking about the black male perspective, mm-hmm. not coming for like saying like black men ain't shit. But who care? Not who cares about other races? But um, but you know, technically, like we only care about our own race because yeah. that is us. So she was basically saying like black men now they um, black men aren't trying to settle down until their 30s because they trying to they see a girl and they don't know what they have mm-hmm. at the moment so you they're like black men yeah she was just talking about black men because she don't date white men so she don't know about white men but um but um i'm sorry y'all hold on we had somebody come just in we got that with- <laughs> somebody coming in <laughs> with the- say hey like, naomi you know y'all want me to do <laughs> How are you? We appreciate Naomi. We have Naomi here recording for us. Shouts yes. out to Naomi. Naomi, p- t- tune in, people. You know, go and give us your little two cents yeah. when you want to. All but, right. Yeah. But yeah, so what I feel like, am I personally ready to be a wife? I feel like I don't know if you'll ever be technically ready to be a wife. Being that saying you're, are you ready? is kind of like saying, are you ready to be a parent? You really saying. don't understand the role of being a wife until you're really in it. So it's like, like me being a parent, parent, my parent, me being a parent came on me before I felt like I was technically ready. Mm-hmm. But once I got into that role, I learned how to be a parent. Yeah. I'm still learning basically <laughs> to be a parent, but I feel like Am I ready? No. But I mean, I of course want uh some other things to line up before. Like I wanna be debt free, God. If I could be debt free before I get married, that would be great. Because I don't wanna put my financial strain onto someone else. Yeah. My personal financial strain. And I wouldn't I would want the same thing for my husband to be. I don't want his financial stress because I feel like Finances is the number one reason a lot of marriages separate. Don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and then if y'all not on the same page financially, it ain't gonna work. So, am I ready to be a wife? Yeah, but no, I wanna be a wife eventually, I think. But, you know, when the time is ready, if it happens before I'm technically ready, I feel like you can learn um, how to be a wife. But, you know, I feel feel like like part of that learning how to be a wife is like, a relationship like dating because mm-hmm. at some point during dating you're basically like okay let's it, yeah. just put a ring on it yeah so i feel like i mean the reality of what a marriage is um you know it's like what a marriage really is it's kind of like getting into a relationship like you say not knowing how to love somebody for real love somebody like the reality of what a marriage a marriage is it's fucking permanent like it ain't yeah. something you could just just hop up out of you know when yeah. you want to a marriage is is for life 
Yeah. You know, so it's not something you can get up out of once you're in it. Mm-hmm. So really knowing the person that you with, really being able to say, yo, every day I ain't going to like him. Like dead eyes. Like he ain't going to like me every day. Every day I ain't going to think, oh, he fine. Every day he ain't going to be like, oh, she's just the most beautiful girl. I think the idea of what you think of love, what love is and what marriage is, is, you know, if you really don't understand it and know it, you getting it off of media and what people hashtag uh, relationship yeah. goals. That shit is not relationship exactly. goals. You don't know. She probably wanted to stab his ass right, right before they took like, that picture. I don't know what's going on. He probably beat those. the hell out of her before. Yeah, <laughs> or not even just so the, that the relationship is hella fucking toxic. But it's just like people go through things that you don't understand. Like communication is big. Like if y'all can communicate, you go through stages where mm-hmm. shit just don't be seeming like Oh, I love him so much. Yeah. Every day, like, you really go through some shit. It ain't necessary y'all got to go through infidelity or, you know, whatever yeah. big issues. It be small stuff, like, where you can't fucking get along every day. Like, where you can't get along every day. Like, I, I pray, feel though, like, if I get married, like, that's a problem. Like, not a problem. That That's, like, the most, like, the biggest problem that yeah. we had. Because I, I, I couldn't do infidelity. Like, we I, can't get along. It's like, okay, yeah. let's take a vacation. Let's sit down and try to figure out, like, okay, mm-hmm. wait, why aren't we getting along here? But yeah. You yeah. got to have somebody willing to work with you. Yeah. I think people should know themselves. Like, That's you the should fully thing. know who you That's are as a thing. person before you decide, like, you should marry someone. Yeah. And, like, you should fully love yourself. Yes. You shouldn't look for that person to love you or validate you. <laughs> that's before uh, getting in a relationship Just, to me though but yeah no but that's relationships in general yeah. you should definitely know that and uh, know who you are know what you like what you don't yeah. like just in general and know that it ain't always gonna be about you mm-hmm. cause it's uh, like with marriage thing. a lot of stuff comes with marriage uh, you have to like know that person y'all need to know like if y'all have kids how y'all gonna raise y'all kids if you how, like y'all's yeah, beliefs different all of that stuff has to like match up because if y'all just wing it then y'all yeah. end up in crazy yeah. stuff Hell, exactly and that's the biggest thing knowing yourself because a lot of people don't know themselves don't know how don't know they don't know nothing about them like mm-hmm. how do I react to certain situations what are my for real deal breakers like what's something that I say now now, no matter what, I ain't gonna be able to handle that. That's how when you said for infidelity, that's my deal breaker. Like, yo, yeah. I'm done, done. Hands like, it's down. nothing. I and then do. I feel like also with like, you know, I agree and disagree. Like, you should know yourself, but some people bring out the best in you. So like, um, some some people can actually like. Help you, help grow. you grow. Yeah, I do agree. But with you that. can grow, but you still shouldn't have an idea of who you are. Like, you should have, like, you shouldn't depend on that person to mold you into the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Making you a better person is different between just depending on them to make you who you want to be. Like, yeah. you should yeah. already know who you are, and they should just add to that, uh-huh. yeah. not just Come on, Naomi, become you your home. person. But yeah, but I, I do feel like that. I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like sometimes a person will push you to a limit that you wouldn't be able to be pushed to to yourself. And while being pushed there or put into a situation, the learning curve that you get, like what you learn from that situation, a situation, let's say, that you, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it to you, but sometimes with being with someone else, you can learn things about yourself that you wouldn't even think that you needed to know, like 
dealing with certain things. I don't even, I, I can't think of an example, but you do. Some people help you learn where you didn't even know. Like for my, for myself, I realized while dealing with Marcus that I learned things about me, especially about my attitude and like the the need to be possessive over him and, and people. Like I really didn't realize that how possessive I was over my family, my friends and things like that until dealing with him. And he's like, yo, like you, you don't own me, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, like, yes, the fuck I do. <laughs> like, you know, you're mine. But, you know, realistically, like, would I want him to treat me that way? Like, and I feel like just small things that he teach me unintentionally, whether it's him doing something or me doing something or just, just it, it's, it is things that you learn about yourself and you do you, like, you do have to I, I was hella fucking confident before I got into the relationship <laughs> yeah I knew me I thought you know I knew I was like Fuck, what I don't want what I'm not gonna do like what I ain't finna have you know but then I was like yo it ain't always about you and then I thought you know oh he gonna love me every day like and I'm gonna love him every day like we gonna wake up and just like be happy to see each other like yo Yo, I love him every day, but sometimes I wake up and want to slap the fuck out of him. He wake up <laughs> complaining about some being on the floor. Yo, I'm hella fucking messy. Anybody know me? No, I'm messy. And, or, and it takes me days to fold clothes. Definitely. If I, if I, girl, <laughs> to wash the clothes. And, you know, we be fighting about dumb shit. Like, yo, Cheddar, like, you gonna wash them clothes? And, like, it annoys me. But then I be like, realistically, like, yo. Do, would you want to live in somebody else's mess? It's just small things that you learn about yourself or that, you know, and you learn about the other person and you learn their ways and stuff like that. So I think, you know, that's important before a marriage. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize the realistic what a marriage is. Like, you got to have a, fun, well, a functional relationship. Exactly. In order to have a marriage. But people got to get out this la-la land and this unrealistic idea of what they feel like a relationship people is. People need to stop making everybody else their goal. Yeah. Like, stop trying to recreate a relationship that you see on Instagram in your real life. You're not going to have that Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle relationship because you're not them. You're not going to have Barack and uh, Michelle relationship. But you don't see the bad in it. Exactly. And it's like, just make your own relationship. Find somebody that want, like, the love. Mm -hmm. Don't want the picture of what you see. Yeah. But to me, it got to be a whole lot more than just regular love. Like, it, it got to be something else. Me and Naomi was talking about that at work the other day. Like, what is it that keeps you there past, like, love? It has to be something more than love. Like, it has to, y'all don't... I don't think so. I, I think don't know. Love is the love. strongest thing <laughs> that keeps you there. Like no, it's people that you can love and that you don't be around or you don't want to be around. Okay, like, there's I love people like you can love, love, but yeah, yeah, you have to be in like love. Your soulmate, yeah, no, like your soulmate, like person that you genuinely feel well, like you your soulmate. You think you have to marry your soulmate? I don't think you have to. Marry I think the your person soulmate. you marry is your soulmate. Oh, really? I agree. You do? Yeah. Is a soulmate? And then I one, I was thinking about this before, because it was like, do you only think there's only one person in this world that's your soulmate? Mm -hmm. And then it was something about the Bible, about how there's like actual multiple people mm -hmm. here that's set to be your soulmate. It's just you got to find that one that's yeah, that, your soulmate. Yeah. I feel like that you get multiple soulmates because you can have a, a soulmate that's a friend. You can have a soulmate that, you know, it could be like a family, somebody close to you. And I feel like soulmates are not always there to stay in your life. I feel like they come and go. You know, 
Um, I don't think so. I think no. the point of a soulmate, they hit they're there. <laughs> no, I think you have an attachment, but I don't think they can. They always necessarily stay in your life. I say that's like a lesson learned because a soulmate is supposed to be someone that's like that you were made for. Like this is your mm-hmm. person. I feel like people that's put in your life just to like show you something. That's just a lesson that like mm-hmm. God put in your life. Like this person's here just to teach you like, okay, girl, you don't need this person, this guy in your life that's, you know, got it all going on. And the person that you thought was like, you know, he's it. Mm-hmm. He just put that person in your life to teach you a lesson in that moment of your life. So how do you know when someone's your soulmate? I feel like just you just like, know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I feel like it's not something that's specific. You just, I feel like you're going to know. You gonna mm. know when it's like this is the man that I'm gonna marry. Just this like, is the man that I, I want to spend the rest of my life with. I feel like you do know that the person you're gonna marry, you you instantly yeah. know mm-hmm. that hey, this is gonna be my person. Uh, sometimes you don't even know why, but you know, yeah. like God dang, this this it. They always say like even a guy like he knows he's gonna marry you. So mm-hmm. if you like talking to a dude, and you're like, so when we get married, and he's like. Man, no. He's that. like, yeah, that's yeah. not, you know, because a guy, he's he'll know, like, all right, maybe like, babe, we're not about to get married now, but trust me, I do want to yeah, marry. Yeah, they you. have intentions. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, how do y'all feel about societal pressures to wait? I mean, you know how your life is supposed to line up. How society says, you know, you're supposed to go to college you're supposed to get your degree go get your career then get married and have kids and that's the order that you're supposed to do things yeah so how do y'all feel about that that pressure that society or do you think there is a societal pressure that people put on you i feel like with certain people there is Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think it's people's individual goals like mm-hmm. it may like now like now is thankfully like our generation are, is seeing like you don't have to get married at this age you don't have to have kids at this age but then it's like still like that's still some people's goal like mm-hmm. okay i want to have kids at this age i want to have this job but what if it doesn't come at that age what if it happens? don't come you're gonna have to suck it up and like find a different plan like it shouldn't i don't think those pressures should like weigh that much on your life that it's like if it doesn't happen your life is over yeah so what do you think here? Um, I think social media does because social media is so you our think world. That's societal? Like that's, I think they like put a pressure on people, like not intentionally, but mm-hmm. it's just like it's a human nature to see somebody do something and compare your life to it, mm-hmm. and to be like, dang, they doing this, so why am I not doing this? Mm-hmm. Like where why, why am I, I right yeah. here? Where am I? And lacking? they're the same age as me, and they're buying their house they're doing yeah. this and they're doing that so it's like a compare natural yourself. thing to compare yeah. to them so it gives you that what you feel like is like a pressure like dang I need to start moving I need to start making some moves mm-hmm. but I think it's on you to be like no yeah you gotta what happens for me is gonna happen for me at the time frame is gonna happen for me but mm-hmm. you're gonna feel some type of pressure because when you see other people doing good stuff it's not necessarily that you're jealous. It's just like it kind of gives you that fire to be like, yeah. okay, I need to like go hard for myself so I can like have that. Yeah. You know? That's what I agree with too. Cause I was just going to say like, I, I like the pressure that people are having 
in our generation now because yeah. it, especially with black people, like seeing other black people be successful, it is giving like a everybody drive. else like, okay, yeah. let's find this hustle. This Let's find this hustle. And that's mm-hmm. why I feel like everybody like this day has a side hustle. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody want to open a business and it just mm-hmm. gives you that push. It shows you like, because it's like what you see is what you realize that you can do. Yeah, so you need the examples to show you that you can you can do this. This person yeah. did this, so I know I can do it. You know, yeah. so it just gives you that Damn, motivation. What's wrong with this person? Like, no, not <laughs> I'm just messing with you. No, people. <laughs> no, I feel like there is somewhat. I feel like now, I think me being a little bit older than y'all. So let's say my societal pressure isn't necessarily society. It's more peers. It feel, I feel like, you know, you compare yourself somewhat to what your friends are doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like an unfortunate thing. You don't even intentionally try to, but you kind of line yourself self up. And let's say like how I did things where I had a kid first, you know, before I had even graduated, high, I mean, college, I had a kid. So it was like, fuck, like I've had a kid. Like most people who do this, they don't even graduate college. So I'm like having all this anxiety. Like, I know I don't want to be a bum. I don't want to be a bum. I don't want to be this single parent out here straight struggling from day to day, la, la, la. and all my friends, nobody had a kid, you know? So I was like, man, golly, I got to have this kid. So now I got to give me a husband at this point because I didn't got this kid and I got to get this husband, you know, yo. So I'm like, you know, dating with purposes at this yeah. point because I already got the kid and now I got to date with a purpose. So I feel like it was more so what my friends were doing. So now once I graduated college, like everybody, especially at this age, everybody had like, this banging ass career, making all this money, and sh- girl is like sometimes struggling from day to day. Like career is not exactly what a job is not my career, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, like, you know, people doing this and they doing that. So you somewhat like Kara say, you compare yourself unintentionally. And so then my friends are getting married and they're starting to have kids and they're doing all these things in a row. Then I had to just like pause, be like, yo, pause. I got a kid. I got a lot of people don't even have this, can have this. I enjoy having a kid. Yo, my kid is awesome. Like my kid is kind of the itch, you know, he, 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 you know, and he teach me so much. Like I always say, I like to learn so much about different people. I mean, from different people. So I learned so much about myself by being a mom. So I'm like, yo, it's people out here envious of the fact that I have a kid. They, they want this, this, you know, no, I don't have a husband, but I got this kid and then I got a passion to do more than that. But I feel like I didn't have the drive. I didn't have a purpose. I didn't have, I didn't know what I knew. I don't, I didn't know what I know now. So I feel like if I wouldn't have had the pressure to, you know, rush and do this and do that, I would have did things differently. Sometimes you need to sit back and pause and really evaluate, like, who are you or where you are? Like, I'm hell, I procrastinate on every fucking thing. I want for to be rushing to be doing and I wasn't even applying to do no internships. I wasn't doing nothing productive, you know. I was productively at those parties, you know. I was productively at, you know, whatever event was popping and whatever like that. But, you know, realistically, I wasn't even worried about what I needed to do. So that's not who I was. Yeah. I feel like the older I got, the more mature I got, the more my vision, the more clarity I got. And I feel like I wouldn't have, gain these things any other way than the way I gained them. I, I learned I'm the most hard-headed individual in the world. Mm-hmm. I learned every lesson I learned in my life the hard way. Like, you could tell me an easy way to do it. Shit. You, you might as well save your breath because <laughs> as soon as you open your mouth and say, well, can you tell me if you do it this way? 
fuck that. I'm doing it the hard way. Nope. I'm about to do exactly <laughs> the opposite of what you just told me to do just to show you that I can do it that way. So I feel like my pressure more so now is my, not, I don't have a societal pressure. I stopped comparing myself to other people and I think age gave me that ability to do that. Yeah. I realized that you can have a plan. Shit, I definitely didn't have a plan to have a kid at 21. I definitely didn't plan to be 31 and not marry. I definitely didn't mean to be 31 and not, you know, be in my career and living my best life and not try. I, I wanted to be fucking traveling as much as I possibly could. I didn't even, I don't even think I wanted kids. Karen, did I want kids? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think I did. I don't think neither one of us. Wanted kids. I, didn't, I don't think I wanted kids. Kids wasn't. I was always around kids. I don't think I wanted kids. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's why I was saying there was always a bigger plan for me. Yeah. You know, it was another purpose for me. And I feel like life happens so I can see that vision and see that purpose. Because sometimes we can make we can plan this shit out to the T by by twenty four. That's why I laugh when I hear young people say by twenty seven I'm gonna be this. By 30, I plan to be this, this, and this. I laugh at it because, like, and I ain't even old. You know how old people used to laugh at us and be like, girl, okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) And so I'm like, now I laugh at it because I'm like, yo, I kind of see it. Like, yo, we be really planning this shit Mm -hmm. out. Like, I'm about to be this and I'm about to do that now. And you do be having the intentions, the goals, and the passion to do it. So, (laughs) y'all can't nail me. You do, you having that passion and that drive to do it, but that ain't what's for you, you know? So, like, societal pressures, you take that shit, you you just put it right back where it came from. Because some people, it's not always what it's cracked up to be. These people be looking at you envious. They look at your life envious, say, yo, I wish I would have traveled more and didn't have kids. I wish I was 20. Four, almost 25 and not have any kid to worry about. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah, I think people need to realize what y'all see on Instagram is what that person is choosing to, to show you of their life. And of course, everybody shows the good part of their life on Instagram. You're not showing like your struggle. So don't just don't believe everything on Instagram is just gravy. Yeah. Because you don't see what's behind the camera. You don't see their life every day. Fucking believe Facebook. People is raw <laughs> as hell on Facebook. Right. Have you seen that? People need to stop putting all their damn business on Facebook. That nigga ain't true. shit. Oh, that's why I busted in. Da, da, da. It's like, yo, chill. That's just our ratchet family, girl. Oh, y'all. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. that's what I thought. That's yeah, that's what I thought. Family. That's why I thought it was our family, but... Now, let me call it our family ratchet. They, I love y'all, but y'all ratchet. Y'all okay. know y'all a little ratchet, though. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, hey, y'all good people. But yeah, so. Speaking okay. of family, <laughs> what's the next question? Oh, okay. So, um, parents, how did you feel like your parents influenced you? We grew up, me and Kiara. I was like, y'all got to say But I really feel like me and Kiara's experience in our household is completely different. Same with me and my sister. But I, and it could be that our, the, you know, how the far apart gap. we are, but our experience and our mom's age, I feel like mama grew a little bit or didn't grow a little mm-hmm. bit between the two of yes. us. So how do you feel like it was for you? Um, How did it? What was the question? How did it like influence, your, influence me now? You're basically um, how you are functional in a relationship. Um, it made me like growing up seeing my mom. Like my mom, she is like so forgiving, mm-hmm. and she kind of like let a man like kind of like take advantage of her, mm-hmm. and that in itself showed me so much. And it's like I would never let someone take advantage of me. So that's or, why you're hard ass. Yeah. 
or I would never like waste my time being in this relationship if I know it's not going to get me what I want. If we don't have the same goal, I'm not going to like waste my time for that. Yeah, that does explain and a lot like, of why you cut it off. <laughs> yeah, because it's like growing up, my mom, she like, my mom's the nicest person in the world, y'all. She is. So it's like, I don't ever want to be that nice to where I let someone take advantage of me. Yeah. Like he did to her. And it was like, I love my mom dearly. Mom but had one relationship that, was, that we know of that was extremely long and it was not yes, a relationship. Yes, and it was like, yeah, yeah, and then at the end, it just didn't get anything. There was no... Yeah. Ending result. There was no marriage. There was no nothing. Yeah. And I'm I'm not doing that. Yeah. If no. If I can't see myself marrying you, I'd not yeah. go talk to you for too long. And we grew like, up in a up. I wanna note that we grew up in a single parent household where our mom was our predominant person that took care of us. She was our parent. So we weren't like some people who grew up in a in a two parent household. So our experience would be completely different than Simo who grew up in a two-parent household where her mom was actually married to her dad, not a step-parent, <laughs> <Yo. laughs> but to What's her actual that? dad. So, Simo, before I tell my experience, because uh, me and Kara grew up in the same household, yeah. how was it for you? Yo, like, I was literally thinking, like, a couple of days ago, like, out of all my friends, how many of my friends, like, actually grew up with their mom and dad actually married mm -hmm. to each other? That's a rare thing. I'm the then. only yeah. one. I'm yeah. the only one. And when I tell y'all, y'all, it's not as, like, great as y'all think it is. Like, mm -hmm. I remember one time, I think I saw actual, like, papers in my parents' bed. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, at that point of, like, like I had went in my, it was under a pillow. And I mm -hmm. saw it. And I wasn't even, like... Oh my God, my parents are going to get divorced. I'm yeah. sitting here like, bro, I'm from Colleen, Texas. Like, if they get divorced, is my dad going to move back to South Carolina? Yeah. Like, who am I going to live with? Like, <laughs> so prepared. it's like, yeah. even with me and my sister, I think my parents really affected us because we like grew up with my parents arguing all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like that in that one aspect, like, that's something that I, I know for facts. Like, I don't want that in my relationship. Yeah. And then, like, I done seen some things, like, man, like, nah, that's not about to happen in my yeah. relationship. It'll be, like, divorce on site. And, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff in my parents. Like, it's not, like, having a two-parent household is not always, like, the, the best, best thing in yeah. the world. So, like, if you see, like, that person that has two parents, don't be like, oh, man, like, I wish. You envy that. Yeah, yeah. because it's not, like, there was a point where I'm, like, and it's still sometimes where they have bad arguments, and I'm just like, bro, I got to get my own apartment because yeah. I can't, like, it affects my, like, sanity, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I got to get my own space because I don't want to be around this all so the time. So it makes you more so not want to have that type of relationship with yeah. yeah, on yourself. Yeah, like, I know for facts, arguing is not going to be one thing. There's, like, it's so bad. There's, like, a vivid, like, um, image I could see, like, when I had to be, like, five, four or five, and I remember them getting an argument so so bad, my mom threw a vacuum at my dad. And mind y'all, it was like 1999. So that's mm -hmm. a big-ass yeah, yeah, vacuum. vacuum. <laughs> and she threw a vacuum at my dad. And then I could like, I can only imagine with my what my sister grew up seeing. Yeah. Because she's nine years older than me. I think my dad came in her life when she was like four or five. Mm -hmm. And they argued the whole time of her childhood. My sister grew up watching like my mom and her mom argue. Like mm -hmm. it's just the arguing. Like no one wants that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um I was thinking like my grandparents, they're married. They argue. Like mm -hmm. everybody it's I know like it's not yeah. yeah, I don't ever see like a I've never seen like a functional like 
So what do you feel like you would do different? If I have to, probably like... Arguments realistic in a relationship. Huh? No, 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 no. How do you feel like... Okay, but how do you feel like... (laughs) How do you feel like it affects your ability, how you date now? Communication is like a major thing I have to have in my relationship. So do you feel like if it's not there, you cut? Yeah, I don't like not having communication in a relationship. Like, that's a... Like, I'll complain every day if we're not communicating, like, Mm -hmm. correctly. So that's yeah. like a major thing in my relationship. Uh, you know, some people really don't know how to communicate. Don't know how to communicate, Me. yo. Yeah. That is, that's a real issue. You don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to express themselves properly. Yeah. So. And then I see with my parents now, they don't do nothing like together. They don't go on dates. Like, I know, like, I don't care how old I am. We could go to fucking Chili's. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, we got to get out the house. Mm-hmm. My parents, like, I feel like they're aging themselves because they stay in the house. My mom's like on her phone playing the, uh, was it Bejeweled? Mm-hmm. All day, and my dad's like on the couch on his I- iPad mm-hmm. in completely separate rooms, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, bro, where, where's the love? Yeah, like <laughs> go love on each other, go out on a date, do something. Yeah. Thankfully, they just went on a trip. Like they're in DC right now. Yeah, for a wedding. But I'm like, if it wasn't for that wedding, like they would be, on the, they would be on the couch and in her bed. Like, so do you feel like you never seen your parents interact in a positive way? Um. In a loving, more like you they know, they have their moments. They have their moments where they're all like, "This is my best friend." Like, yeah, but I think I asked my mom one day. I'm like, "Is Daddy your best friend?" I asked them both. My mom said no. <laughs> I was like, "Wait!" And I asked my dad. I had my dad come. Home. I was like, "Dad, is Mommy your best friend?" He's like, "Yeah, that's my best friend." I'm looking at this woman like. You want to change your answer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying that you are. But yeah. but yeah, it's just that love, the communication, like always keeping it like the love there. Like, yeah, gotta have that. I think what for me, you? I feel like, like I said, we grew up in a household, but we grew up at two different times. Mom, my mom didn't date until I was about twelve. So the guy that my sister's referring to, who was there for a, a good portion of her life didn't come into our life until I was older. Uh So for the time before that, I never seen my mom date nobody. Uh Like, ever, ever. And I think that was a hard transition for me to actually see my mom with somebody, you know? And it it was just, before that, it was no type of example of what a relationship was. I basically had my mom to myself before Kiara. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it was us. It was always just the trio. You know, it was us. And then my mom started dating this guy and it just changed the dynamics of the attention. We all know I'm an attention whore. <laughs> so it changed the dynamics of the attention that I was getting and things like that. So I think me not having an example of what a relationship was, because I'm telling y'all when my mom didn't date, months didn't date. My uncles probably had a wife. Yeah, my uncles had a wife. But girlfriend. Girl, shut up. (laughs) Look, I don't know the uncles that had no girlfriend. I ain't seen none. I don't know nothing. But there was absolutely no example of what a relationship was. So my idea of what a relationship was came from outside sources. So it came from things that I never got to see what it really was. So what I did was I like basically had this idea of this unrealistic idea of what romance in, in a relationship was from movies, from believe me, I was binging movies and Ruby had my Ruby had like a damn library of movies and that's what I would do. I would watch movies and things like that. And that was my idea of what a relationship yeah. was. And so, or I, I had an aunt who dated 
frequently, but she had the trashiest dudes. And it was like, ugh. Uh-huh. You know, I knew I didn't want that. So it was like, that was pretty much it. So I was like, you know, I have this idea of love being this, you know, oh my God, he's going to be romantic and he's going to do all these things and it's just going to be perfect. Yeah. And, you know, I never seen the other side. You know, they're arguing that, you know, y'all ain't always going to be up and up and whatever it may be because my idea of us, it was unrealistic. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I, I view things in other people's opinion. I, I think other people have the same perspective I've had. Well, girl, it ain't always gravy. But because my opinion was that it was always this loving type of situation. Yeah. And realistically, it's, it's not. You know, so what I would have when I would date was that I would date. And when it would not be what I thought it was, that's remember I used to say I used to have multiple boyfriends. Because we would get out of that zone of that being it being new it being you know the ish and yeah. y'all you know how it's new new y'all all in in lust that and love yeah. yeah and when it would go out of that phase and the real issues would surface i would just go to the next person so i was still not you know because we all know i had a transitioning problem <clears throat> letting the other one go um but I would have that problem of wanting to stay into that new phase. I would easily get bored because it, the new phase would phase out mm-hmm. and then the real issues would come in. So I, I constantly did that until, you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, now this this is happening in every relationship. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm like, what, 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 you know, what's going on? Am I like never going to find my person? <laughs> like, am I nervous? So then it got to the point where I was like, fuck it. I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. I'm good with that. You know, I like me. You know, I got I already got a kid. You know, <laughs> so maybe I'll be alone for the rest of my life. I can get, you know, a guy anytime I want to. And yeah. I can just get him for as long as I want him. And then I can let him go. Or I don't have to have a real attachment to people because, you know, like I said, I had that idea of what a relationship was. And when I wasn't getting that, I wanted to at this point I gave up on it yeah, I think that's where I'm at in my life right yeah, you now give up on like it. it's just like okay I have this pictured in my head mm-hmm. and then now I'm just like okay if I don't get this it's just done I'm just gonna be with me I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna be myself. by myself yeah. yeah cause I was like you know everybody don't get married like I know a lot of people who didn't get married and ain't like they didn't have a good life they got married I mean I mean, they didn't get married but they they were fine so, but I think that's my idea of what, and that's how me growing up in a household of not seeing a functional relationship, the good or the bad, mm-hmm. I didn't see nothing yeah. until, you know, I was at a point when my mom did start dating. Hell, I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when, I wouldn't worry about her. Yeah. I was worried about what I was <laughs> doing, you know? So I think that's what it is. I think it's odd. It, it has to be a, a good dynamic when it comes to the parenting situation. That's why I try to teach my kids something a little bit different. Yeah. So break the cycle, people. We're going to yeah. try to break the cycle. Right. Like I said, my at name is Siomada Lachelle. Help me break the cycle. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get her in. You know, shoot, shoot. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, about work. wraps up this episode of Indecisive Vibes, y'all. Um, y'all already know the deal. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Y'all... One of my coworkers listened to our freaking. Uh, yeah, I was like, somebody listened to our episode. Yeah, he listened to our episode. He said it was dope. He that was funny. Oh. So shout out to O'Neill. Like he listened to our oh, episode. We haven't technically released it. O'Neil. Yeah, it's not technically released. Just oh, wait till appreciate it. We still appreciate it. We appreciate it. All right, yeah. So you can follow me. Um, it's 
Peace out, y'all. Thank y'all. Bye.